This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success. Hopefully somebody has a question for me, Nick. Oh, they are. The requests are coming in as quick as I can accept them. So let's get this thing started, and I will actually pass it over to what I believe is your two favorite letters in the alphabet, of course, GG. Uh, so GG, welcome to the stage. Thanks so much for joining us. Feel free to unmute yourself and ask David your question. Welcome. Hello, good morning. Happy birthday, David, and happy Friday. Happy uh, Friday. I'm so happy that I got to know you and be in the same time, time zone yeah, as you like meeting you in my lifetime. Um, and I was thinking, as you posted, um, you have to be better than yourself. Um, today, like you need to focus on being better in yourself. And there was a quote that I want to post and I stopped because it has the word superior in it. So the quote is like, uh, it's no noble to be more superior than your fellow man. It's more superior to be more, more noble today than your former self yesterday. So I was like, why do I still have this idea of superiority, inferiority, the comparisons, which I noticed, and how can I work through it? How can I be more oh, wow. better? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, I always talk about there's two fears, fear of the past and fear of the future. And so as we look into some things that we are trying to understand or know, we know that there's distance between the behaviors and those results or consequences that we want to know about. And there's only two fears of the past and the future, but where does the past lie? The fear of the past lies within. And so in order to find that fear, we want to look within and see what it is in our past that is impacting who we are. Now, the fear of the future is the second fear, and we can look outside uh, into that comparison when we are looking at what we're afraid of in the future. It's a outside problem. Uh, and comparison is an outside problem of understanding that superiority, superiority, inferiority, or separation. Inferiority, superiority, and separation, comparison, which are all the thieves of joy, uh, they actually are derived from the fear that we are not enough. And uh, we could look at the meaning that we've given, not only the energetic and genetic inheritance, but experiences and traumas, setbacks, failures, mistakes, uh, defining moments of our lives, and we can heal our inside or we can heal our past to change our future as we anticipate something better to be there. And as you have recognized that the reaction to fear that you have is inferiority, superiority, or separation. And the fear that exists is from something in the past. And so that we can change our future by healing that, by giving our past defining moments, setbacks, failures, mistakes, the feelings of unworthiness or the need to compare, which includes inferiority, superiority, and separation, we can look within and find out what it is, what meaning I'm giving to it, and how can I align the new meaning that I want to give to it of unity, not comparison. 
and that unified, abundant, infinite system that you started talking with, with this time zone of your lifetime and joy of your lifetime and journey of your lifetime, notating that we can change our behaviors today to align them to an anticipated future by looking within and giving a meaning to the fear that I have that I'm not enough, I'm more than enough, I'm separate from, etc. Remember, the practice of minimizing fear in our life, because you'll never get rid of it. I used to say the practice of ending fear. Man, I thought that was possible. But what I have found is I still get kicked in the face eight times a day. I'm still afraid a minimum of eight times a day. All that I've done in order to increase the aggregation, acceleration, and compounding of the outcomes that I want to reduce the distance of resistance in my life from the behaviors to the consequences, outcomes, results that I want or better was simply to start studying the reactions that I have to fear inside, outside, past, or future, and then reducing the amount of time that I spend in that reaction to fear, like the need to feel separate, superior, inferior, or otherwise. And so what I want everyone to do is to realize that you are a habit machine whose character will identify with the behaviors that you have, which are dictated by the habit machine, which consists of three components in this machine, three gears, you know, as Chevy Chase said, and I think it was Fletch, it's all in the ball bearings. So three ball bearings uh, that we have. And those ball bearings are, what are we consciously doing, saying, thinking, feeling, believing? What are we subconsciously thinking, saying, doing, believing? And what's in our genetic and energetic inheritance that is what? The combination of the habit machine, which is dictating the behaviors that either create the resistance or reduce the resistance. And time is that variable. So as I realize there's two fears, fear of the past, fear of the future, fear of the past within, fear of the future without. And the most important thing is to reduce the time that we spend in the reaction to fear, which is a human component, a human nature to react to fear with resistance called the ego, edging goodness out of our life, gold out of our life, growth out of our life, goodness, great, whatever G's you like, which is ironic because I'm talking to GG and I don't want to edge GG out of my life. Uh, but EGO, I want to reduce the amount of time that I spend in the reaction to fear. And if I can do so, my behaviors become more aligned with the outcomes that I want. It reduces the distance of resistance between my behaviors and the results. And this practice of reducing fear or reducing the time that we spend in the reaction to fear will change your life because it's a confirmation that you live in what? A unified, abundant, infinite system that loves you, protects you, promotes you more than your mom. And I promise you by understanding and utilizing the habit machine that you have inherited of the conscious, subconscious, and unconscious in a trajectory or aligned or supplementary or synergistic to where you want to be or better, that you will get what you want or better faster, which will appease what? Human nature. The greatest way to appease human nature is to see the results of our behavior or better in alignment or synergistic to our behaviors. And unfortunately, 
the outcomes that are existing in the present are not reflective or aligned with the behaviors that are happening in the present. Although we think we understand and know or think we understand that they are, they're not. The results of the presidents are a uh, result of what you have paid attention to consistently, persistently in the pursuit of your potential and given intention to. Attention plus intention will equal the consequences of today, but the attention and intention today will equal the results of tomorrow. And we are incapable of seeing today what's going to happen tomorrow. So we have to have two things in order to reduce the resistance or the distance of resistance in our life, which is seek wisdom by asking others and by helping others and to have faith that we're part of this unified, abundant, infinite system that loves us, protects us, and promotes us more than our mom. If you seek wisdom and faith, you will shorten the distance of resistance. You will create the habit machine and utilize it and leverage it in a trajectory that aggregates what you want, accelerates what you want, and exponentially creates outcomes that you want in your life. And so when we identify that reaction of feeling separate, inferior, superior, look within, see that fear, Notate the patterns of that fear that is a result of the ego, the patterns of the need to feel superior, and spend less time in that reactionary period in order to facilitate more time in ease with the power that's omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, in a system that's unified and abundant and infinite that loves, protects, and promotes you more than your mom. There's a lot to handle there, so if anybody would like the Habit Machine Guide that I've created, so that you can practice this every day and allow the uh, onion to be peeled with the multi-layers of wisdom that I have sought and faith that I have gained through that seeking of asking and praying and wishing, then go ahead, just email me. I'll send you the habit machine and we can practice it together as all these weeks go by uh, with these Friday trainings that I've been doing for over 24 years. Everybody knows my email, but just in case, we'll put it in the notes and we'll repeat it. And so will Nick, david at dmeltzer.com. david at dmeltzer.com. Email me. I'll send you the habit machine. If you haven't got my book, I'll also throw that in. So I'll sign that, send it to you, pay for shipping and the book myself as a birthday gift from me to you. We got the nick of time. My love language is time. And I love Nick. So it's a duplicative love fest here on Breakfast of Champions. Nick of Time, does somebody else have a question for me? Absolutely. And I love you as well, Dave. I'm literally grinning ear to ear over here. It is definitely a little love fest on Breakfast with Champions. And once again, everybody, just email David for the Habit Machine Guide. That email is david at dmeltzer.com. And of course, you can find that in the room chat as well. Um, now, let's keep it rocking and rolling here live on Clubhouse with another question. We have Jersey, who has joined the stage. So, Jersey, happy Friday. Feel free to unmute yourself and ask David your question. Welcome. Yo, what's up, boss? Um, Yo, buddy. I, I, uh, I was listening to what you said, man, and it was spot on. But um, I'm 22 years old, and I have my own uh, business here in Florida. And I just want to know, what's one thing that you would tell your younger self to have a more successful lifestyle? Or, you know, yeah, I guess a successful lifestyle that where I can just generate more income and have a healthy habit lifestyle in the gym and out the gym. I'm going to shift your paradigm of giving and give you the best advice that I gave myself every day. And I've written this now on my nightstand to tell myself 
every single day. You see, most of us have grown up thinking and learning something that's true but incomplete. And what we've learned that's true and incomplete is that the more you give, the more you will receive. But when we're young or younger or old or older, we only have what we have. And so if our starting place is what we have today and we give what we have today and we receive more by giving what we have today, if we don't know how to receive, although we're given more by giving more, if we have a problem receiving, we won't receive more. You see, it's not just the more you give, the more you receive. It's the more you give, the more you are given, but you have to learn to receive in order to be given more and receive more. So what I would tell my younger self is, in order to give more, you have to receive more. Your natural state of human nature is to give. The antithesis is not natural within the context of receiving. That most people feel guilty, resentful, and don't understand the humility involved because they live in a zero-sum game. And the zero-sum game says, in the end, you're going to end up with zero. And I've done this in my life, ended up with zero. Because I believe the more that I give, the more I'd receive, but I didn't work on receiving. So all it ended up is the more I give, the more I was given that I didn't receive. And so sooner or later, within a certain time, you will end up dissipating, dissolving, and disappearing all that you have if you don't practice receiving, which is counterintuitive to human nature. And so I want you to change what your mama taught you. I want you to think about, I am here to ask. I am here to pray. I am here to wish for what I want. And who can help me with that and who I can help with that? Because if I start with learning to receive, then I complete the equation. The more I receive, the more I can give. And the more I give, then the more I will receive. And since I'm so good at receiving, not only will I receive more, but now I can ask for more. And so now I can give more than more and I can receive more than more. And then I can ask for even more. So now I'm receiving more than more than more and i'm giving more than more than more and then i'm receiving even more you see i can transition the best piece of advice that i've ever gotten is to learn to receive because with the natural state of human nature i will always give but i don't always receive and most people don't have a problem giving they have a problem receiving so i want you to think about I want to help other people. I want to make more money to help other people. I want to have fun while I make more money and help people. But in order to do so, I don't need to work on giving. I need to work on receiving. <clears throat> I need to work on receiving. So I can give more, get more, be given more, and receive more because I know how to receive. And the way that we receive is to ask, wish, pray for what we want, find who we can help and who can help us with what we want, and the how will be prioritized by the importance of the day, considering relativity, feeding and bleeding and association to the day, of what the weather's like, the interest rates are right, what the flat tires happen. In other words, 
when God laughs at us, we'll be prepared. Not just with a well-developed plan, which he's laughing at, but with the faith and wisdom to receive what we want and to give even more, to receive even more, and to ask for even more. Ask for help, my friend. The best piece of advice I can give you, whether you're 16, 26, 36, 46, or even 56 like me, thank you for that extraordinary question. I love BYOQ. I love the nick of time. I love time. Nick of time, can you tell me who's up next in this time? Absolutely. And I'll go ahead and do a quick reset of the room here, David. We just uh, exited the first quarter here of this power hour for BYOQ. So thank you everybody for joining us. Of course, we are here in the best room in Clubhouse, the Breakfast with Champions. And today's topic for David Meltzer's Power Hour is BYOQ. You bring the questions and he will bring the answers. So as you have your questions for David, use that hand icon in the lower right hand corner of your screen to request to join the stage. Or of course, you can uh, say something in the room chat as well. Um, and I can send an invite from my side. If you were already on stage before we got started, um, and you do have a question for David, if you can utilize the room chat to let me know, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. But with that said, David, let's keep it live here on Clubhouse, and I will pass it over to Robin, who I know who is very excited to ask you a question. So Robin, thanks so much for joining us. Happy Friday. Feel free to unmute yourself and ask David your question. <laughs> thanks, Nick. I am so excited. <laughs> Hi, David. Happy birthday. Hi. Uh, so my question is, um, going through our, um, our active work to, uh, progress and, uh, productiveness, eliminating those, differentiating how to eliminate those past thoughts where they want to just creep in, but at the same time, you know, what you're doing in that moment is, is what you're supposed to be doing. You are being proactive. Yep. Uh, can you just... Give me some words to help uh, eliminate got, that. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. Well, remember, our philosophy is you can't eliminate, uh, but we can dissipate. Uh, we can dissolve and hopefully someday maybe even disappear. But we need to start the dissipation process. And the dissipation process is a replacement process of mostly the subconscious thoughts. Uh, and what I want to tell you is that you do have 10 thousand new doing, saying, thinking, feelings, and believings a day. And those are influencing or influencing the subconscious, which hosts really the directives that you're talking about. It's 40,000 of the actions, words, thoughts, beliefs, and feelings that we have. Unfortunately, we've inherited most of those. We've inherited them energetically by the people and the ideas that we've surrounded ourselves and genetically from the family members that have passed their code on to us called DNA. And unfortunately, within the context of the 40,000 of the actions, words, thoughts, beliefs, and feelings that we've inherited and that are stored in an intermediate memory that have created neural pathways to create efficiencies of behaviors to lead us to a trajectory of where we want to be or better, 80% of the inheritance, 80% of the influence is negative. <laughs> and worse, it's repetitive. And so understanding what we do say, think, feel, and believe today 
And doing that and enjoying that, finding the light, the love, and the lessons in it consistently every day, persistently without quit, in the pursuit of what we want, not what other people want, but knowing what I am, not what other people or what I want other people to think I am, but knowing what I am in a trajectory of an anticipated future that I want for myself or even better. If I can spend or dissipate the amount of time that those 80% of 40,000 of these intermediate neural pathways are constantly interfering with my potential, the more that I can supplement and synergize the positivity or alignment of the words, of the actions, thoughts, beliefs, and feelings of today into that trajectory of an anticipated future that I want or better. I can start to replace those automatic feelings and words and thoughts and beliefs. I can start shifting the percentages of my inheritance, shifting the percentage. So instead of a natural reaction being a negative, a separate, inferior, superior thought, a comparison, a condition that interferes with me as I naturally, through these 40,000 stored responses. Instead of being ones that create interference, I create ones that accelerate, aggregate, and compound exponentially my future in where I want to be or better. And so this is where that habit machine that I talked about earlier that people can email me for at my email, david at dmelter.com, will control not only the input of the new action words, beliefs, feelings, etc., but they also will transition the 80% of negativity into positivity, which will then dissipate the interference. It will create more ease and flow to what? The abundant, infinite, unified system that loves us more than our mom. And eventually, if we stay in that enjoyment of consistency, persistency in the pursuit of what we want, not what other people want, what's missing, what we don't have, we actually can activate more of our hard code, our DNA. We can activate the code that supports the subconscious and even the conscious. And we can actually change the chain of inheritance so that not only are we impacting our lives, but we're impacting all the lives that we touch through relativity, not just genetic relativity, but energetic relativity. We can shift the change of consciousness within our relatives, those that are close to us in relative, those are further away from us in relative, and the larger the group of relativity and feeding will create an association of positivity and acceleration towards a better and bigger place, events, circumstances, situation, people, and ideas. I want you to understand that that habit machine with the three ball bearings the three ball bearings that create a better, productive, accessible, and gracious life of the conscious, subconscious, and unconscious, and the continuity between that of what we do, of what we say, of what we think, of what we feel, and what we believe. And so we can dissipate that subconscious and transform it from 80% negative to 80% positive or 90% positive, or even more. Robin, I appreciate you showing up here. We appreciate the question, and <clears throat> please email me 
david at dmelter.com. There's a lot of people in the notes, by the way. I'm going to be, they want to know where I do meetups and dinners and masterminds in every city now. So we're going to be in Miami. We're going to be meeting at Rick Macy Tennis Academy. He's the coach of Serena Williams and, and Venus and Capriati and Roderick. He's in the movie uh, King Richard. Then we'll be in Atlanta. Then we'll be in Nashville. Uh, so go ahead. If you want to know where we're going to be, I got an alerting system that tells you about training, tells you about meetups, tells you about VIP dinners and masterminds and speeches. So please, you know, join our text community or email me. The text community is 949-298-2905, 949-298-2905. Nick of time, we're almost at halftime. This is about when the depression started to streak in, when Michigan beat the UW, the home of my business partner and hero, Warren Moon, who is the greatest Husky of all time. Unfortunately, they didn't show up against the blue. So congratulations to Harbaugh. Hopefully we'll come to the Chargers now. And uh, all right, we're at halftime, nick of time. Let's keep this thing rocking and rolling. And everybody, once again, you can find that text community in the chat, which is 949 2905 and that will keep you updated on where david is going to be um, just as a reminder as well um, when david mentioned uh for miami slash hollywood florida that's going to be on january 24th atlanta will be on the 25th um, and we will be in nashville on the 26th um, so whether it's get, joining david in person um, getting the habit machine guide that david has mentioned or even getting a copy of David's book, which he will be more than happy to send a copy, sign a copy, and even pay for shipping. All you have to do is email him directly, david at dmeltzer.com. And as we hit halftime here, we are here for David Meltzer's Power Hour with the Breakfast of Champions. Um, and today's topic is BYOQ. So you bring the questions and he will bring the answers. As you have your questions for David, make sure that you, you, are, you are using that hand icon in the lower right-hand corner of your screen to request to join the stage or sending me a message via the room chat. So, of course, I can send you an invite um, to bring you up. But with that said, David, let's go ahead and keep it live here on Clubhouse, and then we can take a question from the webinar. Does that sound fair? Sounds more than fair. Man, you are a unbelievable host with the most uh so thank you very much for always helping us nick oh my goodness it is a pleasure and honor and i have learned from the best to say the least uh, but with that said i will go ahead and pass this over to ron ron happy friday it is always great to see you here and hopefully you're not too chilly there in philadelphia but uh, go ahead and unmute yourself and ask david your question welcome hey how you doing guys Nick, you're doing an awesome job, man. Keep Philly in mind for the VIP uh, dinner. Hint, hint. Um, David, good morning, my friend. Well planned, my friend. I have so many <laughs> friends in South Jersey and Philly and Delaware that can come, and even Westchester, Pennsylvania. A big shout-out to Life Brands and TJ Kalesi. If you haven't That's checked right. them out, they're amazing. So we'd love to do it. Yeah. Let's uh, get out to Colleen so we can schedule when I'm coming to New York, New Jersey, and Philly. Uh, and maybe even Westchester, Pennsylvania. Uh, but uh, Ron, thank you very much for your birthday wishes. By the way, they really meant a lot to me and your success uh, and your liberation and light uh, has elevated mine. So anyway, do you have a question for me this morning? Yeah, I got two things. The first thing is a comment. You know, when I first started studying under you, one of the first things you, uh, well, that stuck with me was um, to talk to my mother more, which I've been doing 
um, you know, just calling her every day, stopping by. She literally is 15 minutes from my house. Uh, but before I started talking to you, I might have talked to her maybe once a week, every two weeks. But now it's every day. And it's funny. I had a, a my brother, my baby brother, who's 50, called me yesterday. And he's like, he goes, what are you doing with mom? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, I was over there yesterday with the kids, his kids. And she was like, you should be more like your brother and stop by here more and talk to me more. <laughs> and nice. so my brother, my brother was very upset. And I'm like, you know, I, he goes, is it that Dave Melcher stuff again? Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, I said, you know, the open mind thing. I said, I have the book for you, your book. I said, I keep asking you to read it. And, um, he goes, give me that damn book. So I actually drove over to his house last night and gave him the book. Uh, so we have an Italian mother, just like you have a Jewish mother. She knows how to lay down the guilt. And um, That's beautiful. I, I, I will tell you, it's really interesting um, because I always thought the way that I could separate myself from my extraordinary siblings, and they are extraordinary siblings. Uh, and my Harvard brother yesterday forgot my birthday and like five in the morning texted me he's like oh my god i can't believe i forgot your birthday so let me be the first to wish you i'm, I'm 56 now he said let me be the first to wish you uh happy 57th <laughs> he goes, i'm just i'm just covering my bases but i thought i thought uh ron when i was young in order to separate or distinguish myself from and for my mom which is always something regardless of whether you admit or not that we all seek our mom and dad's approval and love and you know i wanted that and i thought money would buy that buying houses and cars and things for my mom nothing has drawn us closer or given me that attention and intention with my relationship with my mom than talking to her for a minimum of a minute every day and just to remind people uh, Ron and I, we stop by and, and we call and we text and we email, but we make sure that our parents know, my mom specifically, because my dad has passed, although I do tell my dad every day in my prayers that I am happy, I am healthy, I love her and appreciate her. And if you can communicate this to the people that are most important to you, the people are most afraid for you, you can heal that fear by simply reminding, remembering, and recollecting with them the happiness that they have provided you, the health that they have guided for you, the appreciation, the value add that they have provided as well, and of course, the love that you share that's unconditional. That simple reminder to anyone that's most relative to you is all that they want for you, and it will dissipate the fear that they have for you, which will enhance the acceleration, aggregation, and compounding of those outcomes exponentially. And as a sub value to it, you might even be your mom's favorite child.